multiverse of things going on i got my buddy mark and welcome back to all our dgi members of the multi or sorry members of our dgi multiverse i usually get that right on the first try <laughs> and uh, welcome to all our new listeners um that are joining us for our issue number 11 of the dad's got issues podcast and like charlie said we will be diving deep into the multiverse this week yeah i mean lots going on um Obviously, the biggest thing uh, that's happened uh, is the passing of Chadwick Boseman. Yeah. Um, you know, that was uh, that's something that kind of had a huge impact uh, on the on the community, whether you're a comic fan, a movie fan, a, yeah. a, a collector, um, lots of stuff happened. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, tragic, you know, to lose such a prominent figure in the public light at such a young age. Um, but, you know, me and Charlie have discussed, you know, I don't know if you do it with any more grace or humility than he did. I mean, you're talking to a guy who put out, I think they said from his debut role, her big role, to obviously his death, he put out like eight movies. Yeah. And, you know, in all eight, he looks fantastic. Like, there's not a movie he looks ill. He looks sick. Um, he really didn't start to look ill or sick until more recently. And it, I, I think the last time I saw him recently was an IG Live he did in regards to all the protesting and everything going on in the country. And he did look, he looked skinny, but I'm like, you know, so did Christian Bale and the pianist. And so did, you know, all these other actors who, you know, Joaquin Phoenix looked skinny and Joker. Like, I was like, oh, maybe he's just preparing for a role. Like, didn't think anything of it. Um, but obviously, you know, he's been battling this for over four years now. And, you know, he said nothing to no one. I, I would presume prior to shooting any sort of extensive action movie, he has to do a physical or he has to do something. Um, so, so studios probably knew her heads, which, you know, as much as a bad rap that Hollywood gets for being a bunch of sleazy, no good motherfuckers sometimes, hmm. I would have to say that if they kept this under wraps at his BS, like, because that's what he wanted, kudos to Hollywood. Yeah. Um, and kudos to Marvel for not, like, writing him off right away and doing all the crazy shit, like, to kind of prepare. Like, because he is, the, the franchise is kind of in flux now with him passing, which obviously is small potatoes. His death is what matters. His legacy is what matters. But obviously the show goes on in Hollywood. And, you know, I'm, I'm assuming they knew he was going I, well, I'm assuming they knew he was sick and there was a potentiality that he could pass away. However, I don't think he thought he was going to pass. I don't think Marvel or Disney thought he was going to pass. So I think they were planning on him continuing his role in some way, shape, or form. Um, but um, I think the plan for them was to always for him to pass the mantle down to the sister in the movie and so on and so forth so that franchise could continue to live on but i definitely think the fan base wanted more chadwick yeah agreed. under the cow so it is sad um it, it, it's unfortunate but like you said you know between 42 um his you know is a james he played james brown you know um thurgood marshall obviously black panther and all the marvel trilogy movies or saga movies like they, and he did 21 bridges which is also apparently a pretty good police movie 
Um, I haven't seen it, but obviously with his passing, I have more interest in, you know, kind of going back and looking at his catalog. Um, it is sad. Like I said, I mean, uh, you, 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 the, thing that, the thing that you take comfort in knowing is that when he passed, he passed with, at, you know, at, on his terms, he did it his way. With his family by with, his side. Yeah, with his family by his side, and that's pretty much all you can, you know, at this point in life you can kind of ask for. Um, but like Charlie said, you know, it, it, it has affected the greater yeah. multiverse, so to speak, in, in all facets, television, movies, you know, uh, collectibles. Right. Well, um, well, so, well, yeah, I mean, like, comics-wise, like, like, Comixology was letting every Black Panther title, like, if you want to read Black Panther, like, now's the time to do it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, collectibles, like, so, uh, you know, just like when any celebrity passes, right, um, almost instantly their stuff goes up. Yeah, all for sale. And we saw it. I think the most recent one we saw it with would be Stanley. Uh, well, we saw it with uh with um Carrie Fisher also. Yeah, but not. I don't think to the same level as Stanley. Yeah, but I, the one that sticks out to me is Stanley because that was the one that we kind of put our foot down in our group. Of if we see this, it's being deleted at least for the next couple of weeks. Like let let the let the let the let the grave settle before you guys start to try to make a buck off of his name or his likeness or whatever. Um, but we, you know, like we said, you know, we did that in our group and since Stan Lee, we haven't had to redo that. I think we established early on in our group that like death, like sale of my memorial is not memorial to the person, you know, it's not homage to the person you making a quick hundred bucks off of a pop that yesterday was six bucks isn't a way to pay respects to, <clears throat> sorry, pay respects to, you know, the deceased. Um, but we have seen recently, and all the other collectors groups we're members of, you know, national, local, whatever it is, them kind of taking the same stance that our group took a long time ago. And, you know, me and Charlie had a personal discussion as admins about, you know, where we stood, should we make a post, should we not? And I think we both just decided, well, let's see how our group responds, because sometimes mob rule is better than right you know <laughs> yeah and 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 max showed exactly what what it is right yeah. it is a, it is a place for collectors right there wasn't anybody in mac yeah. you know po posting in mac anyway uh going hey i want to trade this uh black panther pop for something or something this outrageous, marvel yeah. m this marvel legends a lot um, of good a lot of good memorial stuff a lot of like you know, homage stuff in our group, and like I said, it, it's good to see that, but we, we did see people, you know, on eBay selling, you know, I think one, one site, there's a site, there's a toy site, it's like store. Toy Wiz? Somebody, they're selling like chases for like 600 bucks. Yeah, it's Toy Wiz, but like I said, because um, I commented on that post, I was like, that's just par for the course for, for Toy Wiz, right? Toy Wiz yeah. is, Toy Wiz has been in the game of gouging collectors for as long as collectors have yeah. been using them. Uh, you, like, you're guaranteed to get it, but you're going to pay for it. Um, but here's my thing, like, with, with eBay, with, with any of those selling sites, right? Like, yeah, you, you, you see the people that they post that stuff, and you know that they're going to get paid. I'm gonna say I don't I don't have as much heartburn with a with a selling site versus a group. 
and 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 my reasoning being like the groups at least for Mid Atlantic Collector Corps, the way that I look at that is this is our family, this is our our, our community, and we want to be as cool about everything as we possibly can. And be. I did see I did see in another group somebody be like. I have a Black Panther pop if somebody's interested in, like, you want a Black Panther pop for your collection because he passed and you maybe don't have one. Here's one for 20 bucks shipped or right. 20 bucks plus shipping, which to me, like, that's cool. That that shows what the collector's groups are about. Right. But, like, w when you go out to eBay or, you know, um, Mercari or, or whatever, wh uh, you know, Whatever happens there happens there. Those yeah. people, are, you know, the, those people are there to make money. They're not there. And I did see in my Mezco group, a store a guy runs a store like a comic book store. He's in the group. He's like, we just ordered a case of Black Panther. We're selling them at cost, yeah. eighty bucks. A, you know, they cost eighty dollars, around seventy-five, eighty bucks. So he said, you know, for eighty bucks, we we'll get you a get you a Black Panther Mezco, which is actually a really good Mez. It's a nice Mezco. I'm just not a, I'm not a Marvel guy. He wouldn't have a place in my, my, my room or my collection, so to speak. So I, I leave that for the Marvel collectors. Now, there's going to be somebody in that Mezco group that's going to buy that, that Mezco, hold on to it for three or four months, and then when he's worth 500 bucks, because that's what happens with Mezco figures, that's yeah. when, you know. But you can still, stores can, I could go to Collector's Corner tomorrow and say, can you contact Mezco and order me a Black Panther mask? And they can still do it. He's still being produced. The license is still under Mezco's yeah. control. But it, it, we we saw it a lot, right? We saw a lot of people, you know, just you know, spewing venom. Yeah, over because because of resellers and everything. Yeah. And I even saw somebody wish death on <laughs> on resellers. Yeah, we've 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 like, seen it. A lot lately. How? I, I I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around that. Like, you're gonna you're gonna wish somebody else was dead because they sold a toy for or more. Or threatened, money. and like I've seen people threatening people. Yeah, it like just, it just makes no sense. It doesn't. Like, what that person does with their money and how they choose to do or it. Or their or, belongings. Right. Whether you agree with it or not, that's on them. But this is the problem. This is the problem with the greater world that we live in today. People don't know how to just scroll, yeah, or walk away, or keep their comments to themselves. And like I shared on my my personal page, you know, obviously not a lot of our listeners are personal friends with me, or some of them probably are. You know, it's probably only our family listening <laughs> to us, anyways. Um, right. But I shared on my page, you know, as as somebody who works in law enforcement, who's a coach and as somebody who is a father, you know, we are not we are not living up to the standard that some of our parents set for us. And if you don't have something nice to say, don't say something at all right. or everybody love everybody. And I use the Jackie Moon gif underneath on that post. And that's <laughs> the truth. Like I was taught. Love everybody unconditionally until they give you a reason not to. Yeah. And I was told, if you didn't have something nice to say, don't say nothing at all because it's not constructive. Yeah, it just you know leads what I mean? to more issues. It's, it's, e it's, easy, it's, it's easy to walk away or to continue to scroll or to ignore something that you, you fundamentally disagree with, but you understand that person has a right to that opinion. Yeah. So I'm not going to jump on somebody's post that's selling a, you know, a Black Panther chase for 200 bucks and be like, you're an asshole. You know, I hope your family gets cancer. But like, 
There's crazy shit being said on these sites. And you're like, why? You took the time out of your day to be that bothered to comment on it. Yeah, and in the grand scheme of things, does it really matter? Also, let's get into the fact that, you know, six, six months from now. Yeah. Let's say six months from now, that same Funko Pop that they were pissed off about that sold for $200, six, six months from now is selling for $400. Yeah. And they have it in their collection and they sell it then. Well, what separates you from the person who sold it the day after he died? You're still making money yeah. off of the same product. I get it. You didn't post it at the same time, but the end result was still the same. Yeah. So and that's the problem. People, it's a, we talked about this in the Funko apps or Funko Spotlight. There's a lot of hypocrisy within the collecting of like people, you know, getting pissed off at flippers, but then. You know, a year later, they're selling the same pop at the same price. And they're like, well, I, I've had it in my collection for a year. Well, clearly, you didn't care that much about it. Right. Like, you had somebody, you know, post in one of the groups. Not going to say which one. But they're like, you know, I don't, I haven't, you know, I don't really have any room in my collection or space anymore. But, you know, I saw this pop and I had to get it. And you're like, no, you didn't. You, you chose to, to get it because it. it had a chase sticker on it. And you realize that somebody's going to want it, and you think you can get something out of it. Like, just be honest. Yeah. We said this. The worst part about Funko collecting, or collecting in general, is the dishonesty. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I bought this because I just I couldn't pass on it. No, you bought it because you see value in it. Right. Just be honest. Say, I'm going to flip this so I can make a quick buck, or I can get something out of it that I want out of it. When I went to GameStop when I first started collecting Funko, and I saw that Chase Independence Day alien, I didn't buy it because I'm super loyal to Independence Day. I bought it because I knew I could get something out of it. Yeah. And I got something out of it. I literally w immediately went home, put it on the, the national groups, and said, this is, these are the pops I'm looking for to trade for this. And you know what? Some sucker bought into that Chase and traded me a Ghost Rider pop for it. <laughs> so guess what? I'm sitting here with a $120 Ghost Rider pop in my midst of my entire DC collection still because that was the best trade I've ever made in Funko. Yeah, or in collecting, period. I traded a pop that's not even worth $12 now for a pop that's worth 10 times that much. Well, and I will I'll also throw out there the fact that, and please, if you're listening to this, I'm, I'm saying this uh, in, the, in the Ricky Bobbiest way I possibly can say it, with all due respect. Everyone who collects will flip at some point, no matter what, no matter how, how you want to look at it, be it for money or for trade, you're buying something with the intent to trade it or to get more money than what you paid for it. And th that's the reality, right? Yeah. There's, there's, if you get something, you're like, I know I don't want to keep this. Is there even a point to go into a group? Because and and we know we see it, we see it in we see it in every group, including our own, yeah. right? Where somebody goes, "Hey, look at what I found," and then look, we <laughs> we know enough people, we know their pictures, we know the stuff. Where you scroll through eBay, oh well, I know who this eBay store belongs to. Yeah, exactly. Right. So you you get used to seeing the stuff. I'm not gonna call you out. Look, I don't, I don't care. What you do much. outside the confines of our group, we have no control over. Right. But don't be that guy in our group who posts your haul pick and then 
turn around and talk in the comments of how excited you are to have this stuff for your collection and then post it on eBay. Yeah. Because if we can find your eBay store and people that you're talking to in the comment section are also on eBay looking for the same pop you just got, they're going to find your eBay store. <laughs> right. And it makes you seem less genuine. And the whole, you know, gist of our community is being genuine, being honest, and being helpful. So if you're not that person, people don't want to help you. And if you're constantly the person who feels the need to reach out to people and be like, can you help me get this? Or can, you know, somebody pick me this? They're not going to. Right. And obviously this falls back into the same thing we touched on in the spot, like the, 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 the makeup of our community is very helpful. But we're all, they're also very pitchfork and, you know, angry mob when people take advantage of that. Yeah. And like Charlie said, we don't, have a, we don't have an iron in the fire when it comes to whether you sell your Chadwick Bozeman Pops for 200 bucks or 12 bucks. In our group, you're gonna sell for 12 bucks because you shouldn't be making a profit off the man's life, especially immediately afterwards. However, three to four weeks from now, like, I mean, we let the market run. run. Yeah, we, we let the market run wild at that point. But it's we completely arbitrary. The rules are made up. But we <laughs> also don't lose our we don't lose any sleep over the fact that people are doing this. Yeah. And we also are not getting upset to the point that we want to you know fight people or whatever. The the, the moral of, of the story of all of this is that Chadwick Boseman passed away tragically. Yeah. And you should at least let the body rest for a few days before you tried to make a dollar off of it. Because even Disney waited a couple of days to make a dollar off of it. So, um, but. Uh, so, yeah. But, uh, uh, well, I know, like, this whole, this whole, uh, this whole thing, like, yeah, that conversation kind of just went. Yeah. Uh, all over the I place. Mean, yeah, but, it, I mean, it, 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 it gets back to the premise of, you know, mourn the loss of, a, of, of, really, I mean, it sucks to, to establish him as it now, but uh, probably American icon. I mean, he's going to go down as one of the most legendary African-American actors of all time because, unfortunately, he died so young, but he had such an impact on... 42 alone. Yeah. The, the movie 42. Like, yeah, I, but... He, I know we don't talk about sports a lot, but... He played strong african-american characters yeah. whether fictionally or historically he 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 did a good job um so at the end of the day uh very sad and somber news uh, with the passing of chadwick boseman and obviously you know our thoughts are with his family and friends and colleagues affected by this um but um it like is, I, it is the world man. it is the world and the world turns um so moving on to more uh, uplifting stuff, uh, DC Fandom Part 2 is coming September 15th, uh, which is a big deal for us because we did basically an entire Around the Multiverse episode on DC Fandom. Um, what this will... What this will... Uh, this one will... Basically, I, I don't know what it's going to... Yeah, I don't contain. know what they're, what they're, what they're going to do. Like, it's... I mean, you've you've already given us a lot of. They're calling money. it exploring the multiverse. So I'm hoping we get, like I said, I hope we get. Trying to rip us off, <laughs> or are we ripping them off? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so I'm ho what I'm hoping is they give us more comics, 
little bit more television stuff because we didn't get much TV. I want action figures. Yeah, toys or exclusives or collectibles or whatever. Yeah, you know, I, I hope we get something. Um, but uh, like I said, I'm excited for it. Uh, September 15th, it's just like the last one. Sign up for it. Go to, you know, schedule your panels, do whatever you got to do. Um, but, uh, well, so, yeah, I, I mean, Phantom will, will be good. Uh, there was also something else. Uh, Hasbro is doing their own, uh, well, Hasbro Pulse Con. Yeah, is, I saw that. Is coming. Uh, so we'll see how what, what comes from that as well. I mean, you know with Hasbro Pulse, it's all going to be toys and stuff. So, yeah. Um, well, I think, I don't know how much toy stuff we'll get out of DC fandom because DC's discontinuing DC Direct unless they're going to do more McFarlane news and Batman line. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because that's I, I, well, I mean, I saw you posted uh, that they're making another uh, Batman. Yeah, well, another jo Joker. Well, one, yeah, so we'll, we'll we'll get into that when we yeah. get into toys. Uh, but uh, we'll talk a little bit of TV stuff. Um, Lucifer season five. I don't know if this is the last season. I think it's built, being billed as the last season of Lucifer. Lucifer. Yeah. Um, so, obviously, we co I covered it in a DJI TV episode this week. Um, uh, I think Lucifer is one of the best shows out of, like, the Vertigo DC multiverse. Um, obviously, he gets, like, a really quick plug in the Crisis on Infinite Earth episodes for the CW, uh, the CW-verse. Right. Um, the Arrowverse. Yeah. I will never call it the CWverse. Um, but uh, obviously, Lucifer went over to Netflix with season four. Fox gave it the axe after season, not the axe, but they they decided to sell the property once Disney bought Fox's, you know, licensing and, and TV rights. Um, I am on season three, like towards the end of it, so. I will be starting season four probably tonight at some point or tomorrow. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying Lucifer. I like the like episode to episode. It is kind of like a new story, but it also continues a little bit of story with each episode as well. It's just like any other, like we'll say, uh, like cop drama show. Yeah. Um, except now you have the devil and angels. And yeah, it's and like I said, and the guy who plays Lucifer is absolutely, yeah, he, absolutely he, great. Um, Cobra Kai seasons one and two now available on Netflix, uh, originally airing on YouTube Red. Um, I actually did watch it on YouTube when it first came out because I was excited for it. Um, obviously, I'm not a not an 80s kid, so like I wasn't alive when <laughs> right. when when Karate Kid came out. However, I've seen all the Karate Kid movies. Um, I, I'm a big fan of it. I mean, I, I feel like the Cobra Kai logo and the Rising Sun logos and of themselves are so iconic that, like, you know, it, you know, it, oh, catching, I don't know. Some, what, somewhere we get feedback. Somewhere. Um, but uh, like I said, I honestly, I'm, I'm extremely intrigued with, with the direction of the franchise moving forward because at, in, in all honesty, I don't know where we're, where it's going to go because they bought the rights from YouTube, I, I guess, to produce the show. And it is wildly popular. I think when I did the, the, the episode for DJI TV, it was number three. I believe it's number one now trending on, on Netflix. And it's been there for a couple of days. So it's definitely gained traction. It's definitely gained its popularity. 
back. Um, but Netflix is kind of the nostalgia crowd. Yeah. They, they do a very good job of capitalizing on all the things we used to like and we used to love. I mean, that's, you know, Toys That Made Us, um, the, you know, the, um, the video game series we highlighted, the movies that made us. Like, there's all yeah. kinds of, you know, series, a nostalgia series. I mean, even Stranger Things harkens back yeah. to old school horror slash, you know, 80s. Just what, yeah, what happened yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, so, um, yeah, like I said, I highly recommend both shows. Both are on Netflix, um, and they're both good watches. And like I said, if you haven't watched Lucifer, you get five seasons worth of episodes. If you haven't watched Cobra Kai, you get two seasons worth of episodes. Um, so I think they're definitely both both worth the watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, movies. Well, you don't want to. What's that? Well, Charlie's going no. old school with pen and paper today. For yeah, minutes. no, I'm not. I'm not. Um, the Mandalorian. Oh, yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I can't I mean, believe. He's sitting over here with a. Is, with I've a got my baby with a shirt, shirt on. And my Star Wars hat on. Yeah. Hey, how about that? Mandalorian. Um, Day before getting, Halloween. Yeah. I mean, we're getting uh, we're getting season two uh, so you, next month. So you can sit down with your chicky nuggies and. Yeah. It's going to be great. Uh, I, I, I'm really looking forward to this season uh, just because I, I want to see. I want to see the development of of our characters that we've already established, but I'm also curious with some of these uh, these cameos. Uh, you know, we've made it no secret. You know, if you listen to all of our stuff, right? We're big wrestling fans, and uh, allegedly Sasha Banks uh, is supposed to have a role during this season. What it is, I don't know. She might just be in the background, or she might actually have a character. But uh, that's that's been something that was. Uh, you know, so, I'm excited that. for it, even not being a huge Star Wars stand. Like I'm, 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 I'm excited for it because I'm, I'm interested in seeing where where Disney takes this franchise because it's not a normal franchise. It's a very off the wall. Like, I think the success was probably expected from Disney. With the global phenomenon that is Mando and the child is just incredible. I don't think there's been something as popular Star Wars since Star Wars. Because I don't Clone believe Wars. I don't Clone believe Wars now. Yeah, I don't believe the the prequel trilogy trilogy touches the amount of fandom that you've seen. I don't believe even the new trilogy. Is, is as popular as, as Mandalorian is. And, you know, you, you can say Clone Wars, whatever. I, I mean, obviously, I know that's your yeah. cup I mean, of if, tea. If, um, if you're a Star Wars fan, uh, like, a, uh, like a I love everything Star Wars, uh, then Clone Wars is definitely one of those things where you're, you're going to, you're going to love it. Um, <laughs> hey, you found it. Sorry, folks. Technical difficulties. This is the, the life of a podcast. Um, but yeah, and but I, yeah, if you if you're if you're only live action Star Wars, then you probably don't care about what happens in Clone Wars. Like if you're like, oh well, ca- cartoons are for kids. I'm not watching cartoons. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think I don't think there's been something as widely popular mainstream. I mean, like 
you've got little girls like running around asking for baby Yoda stuff and like obviously baby Yoda appeals to a certain demographic because he's adorable. Yeah. But at the same time, like <laughs> you can watch you can watch the Mandalorian as an adult with your kids and where they're like, oh, baby Yoda, freaking, like, you're like, oh, man, they're shooting somebody cool. Like, right. Yeah, you're, you're not watching him pick off Jawas, you know. Yeah. Uh, you're, you can watch it with your kids, like him picking off Jawas from the top of a ridge. Yeah, and be interested where your kids are, like, just waiting for the next baby Yoda meme to yeah. take a photo of. Right. So that, that's the thing. I think, you know, I, I'm excited for that because I, there's not enough on TV right now, not enough new stuff, especially with, the pandemic and everything happening, like some stuff has been delayed, some stuff has been pushed back. But I am excited because it's something new. And obviously it's Disney Plus and, you know, they're... I'm paying for a service I'm not really using much. Yeah, I, I, I think about that too because, like, you know, when Disney Plus came out, like, everybody was like, oh, yes, finally Disney Plus. And then we got it. And other than me watching Mandalorian, watching Clone Wars, watching Rebels... And I watch, so I watched a lot of, I liked a lot of the Disney documentary stuff, mm. but they don't put it. <laughs> another studio guest this week. Yep. Um, so the thing is, though, when we, you know, when we watch, I watch those Disney documentaries, I enjoy those. I enjoy those tremendously, and they don't pump those out as much. So, like, I watched pretty much everything they had. I watched the Jeff Goldblum show. I watched, you know, I watched a bunch of different stuff. Um, but, like I said, I'm, I'm extremely interested in, in, you know, Mandalorian. But, like I said, it's a service I'm not – my daughter uses – I can't say we don't get any use out of it because she watches a lot of her shows on there. It's good to have the app while we're, we're out and about, like, if she wants to watch something. Like, that's a good thing. But I also get Hulu out of it, and I get ESPN because yeah. I did the, the bundle deal. But see, like, but then you have, like, uh, Mulan, right? Mulan's coming out, yeah. and it's you got to pay $30. I'm like, yeah, good luck, Disney. I'm not giving you an extra $30. No, and this is the thing. So with the direct-to-digital movement during the pandemic for new release movies, I was not extremely interested in a lot of movies. So, like, we've got um, Scooby-Doo which I purchased for $20. I paid 20 bucks and I bought it. I paid, you know, I paid $20 and bought it. I paid $5, I think, to rent Sonic. But Sonic had a theatrical run, so I got that cheaper. But, like, you know, I wanted to watch King of Staten Island with, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson. Because it looked like an interesting movie, and, you know... I'm not a huge Pete Davidson guy, but I I, I, I think he's kind of funny. So I wanted to watch it, and it was 20 bucks. and I'm like, yeah, nah, I'm good. And this was like with people over, like right. we were looking for a movie to watch. I'm like, yeah, it's still cheaper than going to the movie theaters, but I'm paying 20 bucks. Right. Not everybody pitching in kind of thing. <laughs> right. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But it, like, And I wasn't even to own it. It was just to rent it for a one-time viewing. So You didn't do like the uh, the old school back when we had to get together to watch pay-per-views and everybody yeah. goes in but. Box? Like so, like that's that's my dilemma with a lot of this direct to digital premieres is like you said, like if I owned Mulan for thirty bucks, maybe I still I, not getting it. But yeah, but I'm not interested <laughs> in I'm not that interested in in a Mulan movie without a Mushu or 
$30 to watch the Snyder Cut, done. Yes. Andy, you're getting it. Yeah. I will give you $30. But the thing that makes me laugh, though, like I said, you know, with Mulan, and, like, people are like, you mean to tell me I spent $30 and I don't get a single talking dragon the entire time? Like, when you watch Mulan, the animated movie, he's a major part of it. You know, Eddie Murphy voiced the character. Like, right. he's a major character in the movie, and he's funny, and he brings life to the movie. Like, he brings comedy to the movie. Well, you didn't get that in 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 the in the live action, apparently. Well, and and we also like you'll see like with these live action Disney movies, they they take a lot of the charm that made you enjoy the the animated version away away, right? Like uh, Beauty and the Beast is a perfect example of that. Like you know, like you know, people love Lumiere and Cogsworth and their dynamic, and yeah, they were kind of funny, sort of funny in the live action, but not as it good wasn't. As good. The, the relationship wasn't the same. Yeah. Um, and so, like, yeah, the live-action ones are fine. You know, I will never... P- there's, pro- there's probably g- never going to be a Disney movie that comes out where I'm like, oh, that was the worst Disney movie I've ever but, sat But through. also think about this, too. Like, you know, how much of the live-action stuff have they really, like, changed? And it, like, no offense. And, like, m- may catch some heat for this. The Lion King live action was something a lot of us, I think, were very hyped for, mm-hmm. very excited for. And, like, they changed songs and they changed characters and they did a very, like, we've talked about this with comics, like, forced diversity. Yeah. Like, they couldn't allow a lion to be played by a white person or they couldn't allow a lion to be played by an Asian person or somebody who just has the voice talent. Instead, they brought in all these people that didn't like they don't have the experience doing the the, the, the the voiceover work. So it was a little weird, like and they didn't quite fit in, in like they fit the characters in the sense that, yeah, they're strong African-American celebrities, but that was it. And like Earl Jones, right? Yeah. Well, hmm. but that's the thing. Like they got Mufasa. Right? Yeah, they, they brought back Mufasa, but they brought back nobody else that was available, like, the, the original cast is available. It's very similar to Scooby-Doo with Shaggy. Who's voicing Shaggy in Scooby-Doo, or in the last Scooby-Doo movie? I don't remember. So the guy that played Shaggy in the original movies, the live-action movies, he has voiced Shaggy in every other incarnation of the character since taking over the role. Um, so he actually didn't know they were even doing this new Scoob movie until the trailer released. And he found out post-mortem, essentially. Yeah, cause, uh, because Casey Kanem was the, the original voice actor. I'm trying to find to see who the uh, voice actor was. For. Oh, so Will Forte. Yeah, so Will Forte was... He was the voice actor for, for Scoob. For, for Scoob. And you said Casey who? Casey Kasem. You don't remember Casey Kasem? He's the one that played in the live action movies, right? No, I'm sorry. No, no. Uh, the live action movies. Um, Casey Kasem. Uh, Casey, Casey Kasem, Kasem voiced the original the Shaggy. Shaggy. But his duties were given to the live action actor. Right. Um, he was in 13 Ghosts. He was in all kinds of other... Charlie's looking it up now. Yeah, I'm looking it up. Um, 
Matthew Lillard or yes. Lillard. And if you go to his uh, his Twitter and you look at the day that Scoob is released on direct digital, mm-hmm. he wishes Scooby good luck. Like it's very sad because like he's like you know this is the first time I haven't voiced the Shaggy character in a decade or more, and like he didn't have a say in it. They didn't even offer it to him. And, like, it's sad because, like, I think the new actor does a good job of Shaggy, but, like, it is, that's not the voice we know. And it's not like the guy's, like, he's young. Like, you could, he could be doing this franchise for you for the next two decades, voiceover-wise. Like, yeah, he can't play live-action Shaggy anymore because he's a little old. But, but Will Forte has more uh, attention-grabbing uh, because of his Saturday Night Live uh, background. Yeah, but I have... Yeah, I have no interest in 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 that. Yeah. Um. Like I said, I just you know. It, it's sad because obviously it's Hollywood. Like decisions get made. With, you know, hindsight twenty twenty whatever. Um. You gotta rethink that one because watching twenty twenty. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. <laughs> um. But like I said, I think you know, it it. You, there's so much that could be done with you know the way disney does the live action stuff but there's certain movies like you said that you just can't do live action like what's there's one they're talking about doing i think Mer, little mermaid yeah they're, they're planning on doing that uh with um oh crap i'm blanking on her name uh hit girl um god what is her name so here Here's the, tw- back to what I was saying, the tweet from Matthew Lillard. Dear Scoob, I hope you're everything the world needs in this time of crisis. Have a great opening. Hashtag zoinks. Mm. Like, that's sad. Yeah. Like, that's genuinely somebody who's passionate about their character. Obviously, he realizes, that it, it, we realize it's a, a, a payday for him because the Scoob animated franchise is something that Warner Brothers will probably pushing out a lot of movies with. But, like, just to see that, like, tweet from somebody you associate so closely with the Shaggy, Scooby-Doo franchise and Shaggy character, it's sad. And, like, I read that, like, after I watched the movie. I was like, man, now I feel bad for watching the movie. Yeah. Cause like, but, like I said, like, everybody else was replaced as well. Yeah. Like, but the, go, go back and think about it. Not just what Matthew Lillard. I mean, obviously, you know, you got to hope that they want to do the characters, but the, the, the girl, like, that whole cast from the live-action Scooby movies that everybody loved mm-hmm. could have come back and done the voices for the animated now. Sarah Michelle Gellar, Freddie Prince Jr., Matthew Lillard. Like, they could have all came back and reprised their roles as animated versions. But Warner Brothers went a direct, different direction. I mean, that's what they did with Batman and Adam West. Yeah. So they used him, you know, all the way up until Ember so. Ward. Yeah, they brought everybody until back. until Adam passed away, and I'm not. That's just the fandom in me. I'd rather see people I'm I'm used to or comfortable with. These are clearly not the people that this generation of children associate with the characters. But it's who we associate with the characters, right. and we as adults that will that is what will make me want to go to the movie with my kids, as I know the people playing the roles, and they're my people. And well, now they're my kids' people. It would it would be just like if they did a Ghostbusters cartoon now. Like if they did a real Ghostbusters cartoon, but they didn't use Dave Coulier as uh, Peter Venkman's voice. Yeah. Right. To me, it's like, oh well, that's not the same guy. 
Yeah. It's, di it's different. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. So we, we kind of went off into a tangent okay. there. Um, but uh, some other movie news. We, we hit on Mulan being $30 extra and not worth the time or money. Uh, Tenet debuts in theaters this past week and breaks $100 million. Now, that's probably not what they wanted with Tenet in the first place, but considering probably about 70% of the world's theaters are still shut down, $100 million ain't bad. Yeah. And it's going to have an extended theatrical run because of the COVID you know, thing. In Maryland, we just hit stage three, and theaters are now allowed to reopen under a certain amount of capacity. So they'll start getting money from the Maryland theaters here in the next week or so. So, I mean, I can't describe to you what Tenet is. Um, John David Washington can't describe to you with what Tenet is. Um, the main character, the lead of the movie, is like, I have to watch the movie a couple more times to completely give you a description of it. Like, that's, that's crazy, but whatever. Um, breaks $100 million. It's a Warner Brothers property. It goes to show you what the, uh, Warner Brothers DC said last week or a couple weeks ago with Fandom. They are not releasing di direct to digital. They're going to do theatrical releases for all their movies and reevaluate after a certain period of time of sending it to digital. He's being uh, extra. Yeah, because he was good for the, all the other recordings. Yeah. So. Yeah, we got Tyler in, in studio with us today. He's, uh, and, he was, and if you didn't hear him before in any of the other issues. And now you do. Now you know he's here. Um, all right. But uh, see, so yeah, Tenet <laughs> hits $100 million. Um, Pattinson tests positive for COVID. Um, people were saying that it was as a result of Batman going back into production. But Warner Brothers at DC came out and said that they weren't even back in production yet. It's the but bats. I think they were coming back to production and they were testing people doing their two, three week quarantine, whatever it is they were forcing them to do being back in England. It's amazing how all these big name companies can travel between yeah. countries. Um, but, um, Basically, you know, he tests positive, a couple crew members test positive, so now, you know, Battenson's quarantining for the next two weeks. Um, but uh, they don't know when production's going to start back up. They, there's, there's now the, the latest update saying, like, mid-October, potentially, for, for production to kick back in, which it is what it is. I mean, it's, it, it, it's, it's going to be a late 2021 release anyway, so I don't expect production to wrap up until probably the new year yeah. for uh, Batman. Um, then obviously, uh, we're going to get into a little bit of, oh, sticking with movies, actually. Sorry. I was just reading over my notes. Uh, Godfather three is going to be remastered with a new beginning and end. Yeah, no, no thanks. I, so I've watched the Godfathers, but I don't remember the endings being as controversial as apparently it, it was. And apparently this ending is the ending fans have always wanted for the, the trilogy. So apparently this is footage that was filmed. Like, it's not like a remastered, like they're bringing actors back and doing scenes. Because <laughs> obviously, you know, you're talking a movie that's over, what, 30, 40 years old at this point. They're talking about, like, footage that was filmed. About 40. Or whatever it is. <laughs> you know, it's footage that was filmed at, at the original shoot, at original time of shooting and now being used and cut to, to actually make sense with the end of the movie, which is pretty cool this late, you know, this far in, 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 in the future, so to speak, for them to be able to do that is pretty cool. I guess. I don't need you changing anything. Like, it's just like when 
when something ends, like that's how it ended. Like you can't you can't change it. You can't change history. Yeah. Um. So speaking of, but back to the, the to the TV thing because we did forget something real big that happened because we're going to cover a bunch of it in toys. The Boys. Oh yeah. Season two dropped Friday, so you get the first three episodes, and I could be wrong, and I believe I. I am, but I don't remember it being a weekly release season one, like week to week being released. But I, I, I don't know if it was or if it was all at once. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't recall, but I don't believe it was, but it, it could have been. But they give you three episodes on Friday. I watched all three. Um, God, it's so fucking good. It's just such a good show. It. It, One of the things that uh, you know I'm most looking forward to is um, um, I want to say Dean Winchester, but uh, Jensen Ackles coming. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, Boy. I don't know what he, he he's not in the first three episodes. Right? No, no, no. He's but it'll be he'll be part of season two. Um, I'm like I said, I was very interested in. So they give you a Green Arrow type character, and they give you a Daredevil type character. And they're very different in the sense that, so the Daredevil character is supposed to be replacing the Deep in the Seven. And, like, the woman that's, like, kind of in charge of, like, PR for the Deep now, for or not for the Deep, for the Seven, for Vault, she brings this guy, and he's, like, doing all these flips, and, like, he's obviously, he's, he's Daredevil. That's what he, he is. But, like, he's Asian, he's blind, and she's, like, he, he checks all the boxes. He's got, he's a minority He's uh, disabled. He's this. He's that. Blah blah blah. He's tremendous abilities, and like the guys, like he walks up and he starts talking to Homelander, and Homelander's like, you know, yeah, it's great to have you here. Da 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 da. And like he, he's like, you know, he knew he was Homelander. Like he he he's like, you know, hi, it's so great to meet you, Homelander. Before they even start talking, he's like, he's like, how did you know it was me? He's like, he's like. Well, when you lose one sense, all your other senses are heightened. He's like, I have, basically I have super super hearing or whatever. Da, da, da. He's like, so he's like, you're able to do everything you do because of your hearing. And then Homelander literally goes, well, what happens if somebody does? And he like, basically, you know, smacks his ears and bursts his eardrums. And then like the kids like on the ground bleeding profusely from the ears. <laughs> and he turns to the PR woman. And he's like, you don't get to make these decisions. You run this stuff behind by me before you come in and do this, that, and the third. It's just hysterical because obviously another character um, gets introduced. The the their 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 take on Storm essentially is is a new character. Stormfront, sorry, is her name, um, and she's like from Seattle. She's like super like liberal, progressive, like. It's fun. Like I said, the show's great. I mean, they do a great job of, like, taking all the good characters that you love and all your superhero stories and, like, making Just them... poking, poking yeah, holes. making them. complete assholes out of themselves. But they also, they also pick right up where they left off with Homelander and Billy Butcher's, I guess, ex-wife. You know, Homelander has a kid with her in the series. Obviously, that was revealed at the end of season one. Um, but they they dive right into that story more, and I don't. What's the name? Do you know the name of the guy who plays Homelander? I do not. Um, he dude, he is tremendous in that role, and <laughs> um, he is tremendous in that role in the sense that like he makes you hate him so much 
that like he's despisable like and but it's funny you know because by the end of episode three you start to hate some other people more like there's you'll like i said if you have we're not going to spoil it like we're going to give it a couple weeks we'll come back and we'll we'll revisit as episodes come out but we'll talk about these first three episodes a little bit more in depth probably next around the multiverse because it'll give you know two or three weeks for people to watch and we'll get two or three more at least one or two more episodes before we record next um anthony star well that's a really fucking weird name to spell that sorry buddy but (laughs) it is um but yeah he's playing as homelander i mean he's tremendous he's everything you hate to have in a superhero technically i guess they're villains um, but yeah, so with that, we'll dive right into toys because obviously the first thing on our toys uh, segment, at least from what I have in my notes, is the boys' merchandise line. I have it written as Funko line, but ahead of season two, you're also getting announcements from NECA. Um, you're going to get um, Star, Starlight and, and Homelander articulated figures from NECA. Uh, Jazzwares, Ripple Junction, and Culture Flyer are all developing various clothing and other merchandise branding and things like that. And then obviously Funko dropped. So back at Toy Fair last October, they dropped the teaser imaging of all the pops that they're going to come out with in 2020. And of those lines was the um, the boys pops. And in the boys pops, you get three store exclusives, six standard or five standard line exclusives with two chase variants also. So you get seven essentially line, uh, standard line pops. Um, but all that was dropped literally the day before or day of season two's drop on Amazon. So for once in the world, they actually did the merchandising drop and or preview along with the show. Yeah. Unlike Wonder Woman who dropped all their merchandising and then delayed the movie six and a half months. So you got to see Cheetah and everybody else's imagery before the movie and or any real official trailer came out because she was on your sh- local Walmart shelf and you could see it. Yeah. I'm not going to hold that against them. No, the pan- nobody could have predicted the pandemic. But, um, and obviously they have different deals and contracts with stores. So stores are going to put their, market, their merchandise out as soon as they possibly can. Yeah. Um, Let's see what else. You know, you you have some Hasbro yeah. news. Uh, so yeah, from Hasbro, a uh, couple things coming out. Um, getting some Black Series and Vintage Collection Star Wars uh, figures. So we're getting another you know, another run of uh, Mandalorian and Cara Dune from the Vintage Collection. Um, we're getting uh, see uh, Commander Gree. Uh, Commander uh, Wolf uh, and uh, General Grievous in the Black Series. Oh, uh, the Gamorrean Guard. We're getting another one of them. So these are all figures that... Did we talk about the Sith pack, or did I share that? We talked about the celebration, the, the power, or not the power, um, the Star Wars like celebration packs on the last issue. Because uh, there were five points of articulation. We but, have on them. Well, no, I'm talking about the, the three, 3. 3.75 yeah, inch figures. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, just yeah. making sure. I, I didn't... Because I know I, I know we sent out a, a, a post about the Sith pack, the Jedi, Jedi pack, yeah, and yeah. The, the Rebels pack, and all the other stuff. Which, like you said, those 3.75 figures individually packaged weren't extremely popular. But 
Well, it, as a whole, I think at that price point, people are probably more interested. Maybe I, I like. So Star Wars collectors, right, will buy anything. They will literally buy anything if it says Star Wars on it. Um, and then you have uh, essentially two. Two of the major schools, right? Yeah. You have the Black Series folks, and you have the Vintage Collections folks. Both of them want highly articulated figures, detailed figures. Um, but uh, apparently none of them are happy with the other one getting any sort of any sort of love. So <laughs> when Hasbro comes out and says, hey, we're going to remake some of the ones that you guys really liked, uh, everybody was kind of happy about that. Um, except for, you know, what we were talking about in the beginning with resellers, right? So, yeah, because um, it hurts their bottom line. Yeah, I mean, people were making a hundred and some dollars off of, you know, uh, Commander Wolf, you know, and, and so. And readily available. And well, he, yeah, now you can pick him up on, like, Dorkside Toys or something. So, uh, I have no problem with that, you know, it, it, and it also allows you the ability to, if you, if you missed him the first time, now you can add him. So, yeah. um, if there's anything that, that the black series has established is that any character that they've already made they'll, they'll make, make again. it again yeah. uh, you just got to give it enough time uh um oh also from hasbro sorry one more thing we got that retro packaging uh fantastic four doctor doom uh coming through out. legends right yeah marvel legends yeah so is this the first doctor doom appearance in legends line no 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 they, there's been a couple um but like i would say the best Marvel Legends figure to come out, I, I want to say it was last year, but I will say it's the most recent one that I have bought in in, in recent memory. Anyway, uh, they did a uh, Doctor Doom, dude, awesome figure. It's a uh, it's very detailed. It, the the articulation is good. It's it's um, they just did a, they just knocked it out of the park with this figure. Yeah. Um it was part of the uh it was part of a Fantastic Four wave that they did that uh came with like uh, excuse me. <coughs> uh Super Cree. And uh yeah, they did great with the Doctor Doom. Yeah. Um Yeah, I had I had the the the, the Doctor Doom Legends figure in my my notes as well cuz like I said, I wasn't sure. Obviously, I'm not big on the whole Legends line, but uh, you said so. He's been a couple times. He's been released. In, yeah. So in they've done a couple different versions. Like uh, they did, um, they did like uh, like the Iron Man. Doctor but does Doom. this fall under like that Platinum Legends line? Like, because I know they just came out with the Wolverine from the Hugh Jackman Wolverine. That it's, no. So this is still part of like the regular Legends line, except. Um, they're doing like the retro cards. So like, remember we were growing up, you saw the figures hanging on the shelves. They had like the super colorful backgrounds and everything. Oh, so, so like the, the most recent, like Green Goblin one that just came out, that's on like the old school Spider-Man animated series card right. stock. There may be minor tweaks, like, you know, with like Kingpin, like they modified like what he looked like in the, in the animated series versus, you know, the, the one that they did yeah. before. Um, just like with this Doctor Doom, they, uh, they just changed the paint a little bit. Uh, made him a little more, and he'll be on the the old school. He'll be on the old school card okay. versus you know the standard Marvel well, Legends cool. box. Yeah, so I mean they're, they're cool for for nostalgia pieces. They're cool. And uh, s staying in action figure uh, uh, realm, so to speak, uh, we're talking about the DC multiverse, or like Charlie likes to call it, the the Batman line through McFarlane Toys. <laughs> um, 
But the first thing I have down in my notes is the Amazon exclusive Flash Red Death 2-pack. Now, don't get me wrong, Red Death is still technically a Batman. Batman. But it's still, it's the first major. And the fact that they're, they're doing store exclusives with something that I wasn't expecting at any point. But, I mean, I guess I should have. Right. Um, but it's cool. I mean, I'm not a big, we're not big Amazon guys. We, we're, we don't <laughs> trust them. But luckily, if I get this pack, they will be out of the box characters. Uh, but you're also getting news out of McFarlane Con. What, what they call it? Spawn Con or McFarlane Con, whatever they, they call it. Um, they're releasing different lines of figures now. And although they are Batman related, um, they're releasing a platinum line which is a McFarlane-inspired Batman figure. So, like, he drew the, the, the version of Batman, and they turned it into an action figure. And apparently it's only going to be, like, 1,000 or 1,500 worldwide. So as much as I have not invested in the McFarlane line to this point, even though I want to, I want to get the Batman figures, which is the entire line. <laughs> I'm going to probably wait and blow the bank on this 1,500-piece 15, one because that's still going to be the one that's going to be any value or worth to it. Right. And I don't collect for worth or value, but if I'm not invested in a line, I'm going to get the most popular one. Like right. that's, I, that's the one I want. Um, but they're also doing chase figures yeah. now, too. They announced that their first chase figure will be a bronzed uh, Joker, Arkham Asylum Joker, which they've already announced they're doing an Arkham Asylum Joker, but I think it's like what I, what I tell you, one in every two hundred or something, or something like that. Something or, like that. Yeah. So, so it, how do you feel about that though? Like, there's no change to the character; he's just painted bronze. I'm not a big fan of it. I probably won't get this Joker. Yeah. Now there will be other Batman characters I'd be interested in. Like, to be honest with you, they did a bronze just Batman. I would not Arkham Batman, but like regular like comic book i'd probably get it for the sense that it looks like a, a statue essentially and i i think that'd be pretty cool to have but the problem is, is i'm also not an inbox action figure guy neither are you right i mean you have a couple on your wall but i, I don't have uh well, i have a couple of the old uh toy biz batman figures in card stock still but very few that are are in packaging right so if i get a chase like I got to find a place to display them in a box. Like, I'm not a fan of that. Right. So, like I said, I mean, I have uh, a San Diego Comic-Con. I think it's 2010 exclusive Batman. It's still in, in, in the case. But, I mean, that's a con exclusive. I'm not going to take him out. But I digress. I'm, I'm, ex I'm excited because it makes the line a little more interesting. But I'm, what I'm hoping their chase variants don't just become bronze, silver, gold-like versions. They like, take the Funko approach and just yeah, put them everything. Yeah, I'm hoping that they do, like, okay, so you get, like, the normal Batman, right? Like, they have, like, the the Rebirth Batman. I'm hoping we get, like, a different version of the Rebirth suit or, like, you know, you get the old-school Batman, like, Neil Adams-style Batman suit instead of the Rebirth suit. Um, that's what I'm kind of hoping happens. Or you get the uh, the Joker War, you know, future future version. Yeah, something like yeah. something along those lines. That's what that's what I'm hoping happens with the chases and, and the variants for for the McFarlane line. But you know, it'd be really cool um, if we got anything other than Batman. <laughs> that would be really cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I do agree. I, I do think we need to start putting out some more characters 
other than the Bat family. But McFarlane is clearly picking the characters he knows are going to sell. I get it. Look, look, I get it. Batman sells. Yeah. I, 100% Batman sells. You know, we were talking earlier, and you, you know, Tyler was there, you know, telling you how much uh, he dislikes Batman. Yet yesterday he got a Batman ma- mask. So, yeah. uh, Batman sells. I get it. It's just. But we um. I just want. I just want from from a figure line that's supposed to be all encompassing of, of the multiverse. Yes, it makes. Yeah, trust <laughs> me. I understand the gripe. Me as a Batman fan, I'll never say there's too much Batman. And with McFarlane doing different characters in Batman, like it's not like they're just doing Batman, 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 Batman. Like you're getting like different versions of the Joker, different versions of Batman, different versions. Like you're getting Nightwing, Red Hood, Azario. I get it. You're getting all the the major Batman family characters, which is cool. Um, but I do agree. Like Superman, Lex Luthor, Green Lantern. Like there's literally yeah. Hundreds of lanterns for yeah. you to choose from, um, and we've gotten one. Yeah. So I, like I said, I, I think I think McFarlane has some expanding he could do. Yeah. Um, but uh, staying in the DC realm, uh, you're getting the first in line Wonder Woman and Supergirl Lego sets, and they are on the heels of Fandom. I believe they were announced at Fandom. Um, the Wonder Woman uh, Lego set is actually not based off the movie it's a comic book cover recreate so i think it's like 500 600 pieces something like that but basically when it's all said and done it's all built when you look at it from the front it looks like a wonder woman comic book an old school wonder woman comic book cover and you get three exclusive figures you get wonder woman in costume you get cheetah and then you get a female i th- i want to say it's wonder woman but i don't believe it is i think it may be cheetah in her human form Okay. Uh, but there are three exclusive figures, and then you're also getting the same thing with Supergirl. I don't know which figures are in that because I, 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 I briefly found the article on that last night. But you're getting su- a Supergirl comic book homage cover Lego set. But this is the first time either character has had a dedicated Lego set to them, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, especially for me. My daughter loves Legos, and obviously she loves her, her super heroines. Right. Um, so th- th- those will be two that we – we get put together, and I'll put up somewhere so she doesn't destroy them. Uh, um, the, the challenge of every parent with children and Legos, you spend $60 on a set for them to build it to then destroy it. Yeah. Oh, man. And I, then um, That's where Craggle comes into play. Uh, well, so I only have one more thing. and uh, okay. So um, the new for 20, uh, Masters of the Universe, uh, like classic figures. So um, what they've done is they've re- remade the classic masters of the universe yeah. uh figures um with the uh the retro packaging which seems to be the trend right now right uh everywhere's trying to capitalize yeah. on on nostalgia i mean even wwe's doing their masters of the universe right cardstock like old school um body slammer figures or whatever with like bray wyatt and all the other right uh and uh so Masters of the Universe may are just re-releasing or not re-releasing, but releasing these 2020 versions of these retro figures. Um, on the like I said, on they look like the old ones. Uh, you know, they even uh, the ones I've seen in person. I've seen Evil Lynn and I've seen um, Skeletor, and I also saw the uh, the Battle Cat um, all in person. Uh, 
part of me was like, oh, man, do I really want to go down this line, uh, down this, this, this rabbit hole? Uh, because I know if I start getting a couple of them, I'm going to end up with all of them. Uh, so I, I left them be. I, I did reach out to uh, you know Greg from Comics Closet because he's a huge uh, he's a huge Masters of the Universe uh, fan. Um, they're cool. I just don't know if I really want to go. Yeah, again, it's, go down it's, it's does it fit? Does it make sense for what I'm collecting at the moment? Like, I get where you're coming from yeah. with that. Cause there's a lot of things. Like I said, that's my thing with the the DC multiverse line. Like, I'm like, do I need to buy all these Batmans that McFarlane keeps pushing out? Because <laughs> we went from like six figures to the next wave's like 13. The next wave's like 10. You're like, man, these are a lot of fucking figures. Right. And well, they're not cheap. Well, and that's, and that's what I was looking at. Like, so like each figure is 15 bucks a piece. Right. And then, you know, like the battle cat was, um, 25 bucks. And I'm like, they're not awful, especially when you look at action figure prices these days. Yeah, I mean, the like I said, the McFarlane's are twenty five a piece. Yeah, like the the, it's not an awful price point. It's just, would I rather take that money and try to find original figures? Yeah. Versus trying to find these imposters, I don't know. Um, but if you're a Masters of the Universe fan, hey, you've got something new to collect. Yeah, something new to look forward to at least. Um. Talking of, you know, things that fit in collections, um, Funko is releasing another Toys R Us exclusive. You heard that right. Toys R Us. They still exist in Canada. Um, so well, they Worldwide, actually. My brother, when he goes to the Philippines, he makes sure to yeah. his thing and grab so, stuff. So they released shortly before closing the American stores, right? Or was it after they closed the American it stores? Was, it was before. It was before, right? They released the Jeffrey as Batman. Yeah, I remember. Um, so obviously, but he was still a Toys R Us Canada exclusive. Yeah. So obviously, me being a big Batman guy, immediately went to eBay. I paid like forty bucks for it. I didn't care. Um, but now they're releasing a Toys R Us exclusive, Canada exclusive, Superman Jeffrey. So. Obviously, you know, that made some waves. Some people were like, man, you know, everybody in our group's like, does anybody know anybody? Does anybody? I think Brian was the one, which yeah. was very awkward, right. very weird, because Brian obviously is a huge Marvel guy. But yeah, it's not Iron Man. What are you it's doing, an Brian? But it's, an it's an ad icon, which he's also That's true. handicapped too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so obviously we're really looking forward to that, I mean, I, at least I am. Um, I'm going to do my best to get it as close to retail as possible. But just in order to keep my my, I guess my pair together, my Batman Superman, I'm definitely going to you know spend a little bit more. Steven's going to get it. Yeah, well, I, yeah, <laughs> Steven's definitely going to get it. Um, but um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's kind of the only Funko thing, other than the boys line being you know re-teased and I guess pre-orders and stuff going out for that um the next thing on my list without going full-fledged into video games or things like that uh Metacom releases an exclusive Dark Knights Returns Batman and Carrie Kelly articulated figure so you get the two as a combo um in in the packaging which is pretty cool and they're nice figures they're po completely posable uh, I don't know if they come with a posable stand. I think you have to go out and buy your own. But if you're like any other action figure collector, you you know you probably have a couple stands on standby for for your figures. But 
like you said, they're very, uh, they're very like detailed, articulated. I, I believe they come with like interchangeable uh, pieces, so you can change like the pose, the hands, and things like that. Um, it's always nice. Obviously, the promo image is them flying through the sky, and you know their normal Dark Knight Returns pose. So it's pretty cool. Um, I think it's, I think it carries like an eighty dollar price point though. So hmm. it's, it's a little more expensive, but it's one of those higher end action figures. Well, I, I mean, that's just like. Um who was it? Uh, it was a sideshow. Somebody, somebody's doing another. Uh, oh, Hot Toys! Hot Toys is doing those uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah, well, Hot Toys is just—they're outrageous it's, in general. I'm like, uh, um, it's a lot of money that I, I'm going to need to spend. So, like I said, we ha- we had in my notes. I have um, some some Lego slash Nintendo news. Um. The big thing, though, uh, obviously, we'll dive into video games because, um, real quick, Avengers game released. Um, I've been seeing a ton of stuff on social media about that. Everybody's super excited. Congratulations, Marvel fans. You finally got a video game that's worthwhile. Um, <laughs> wel- welcome welcome to uh, the 21st century. Um, hey, there was Marvel versus Capcom. And, and I guess then there was Spider-Man. Yeah. But it's still Sony. It's not. That's not Marvel. <laughs> uh, regardless. Um the bigger video game news, because, you know, Ty sitting over here, he's literally just playing his, his Switch, and obviously I'm a big Switch guy. We play all the time, you know, when we have some downtime at work. Um, Mario 3D All-Stars, in celebration of the 35th anniversary of the, the, I guess, the Mario franchise, they're going to be re-releasing on the Nintendo Switch Mario, Super Mario 64, which is highly popular, Super Mario Sunshine, which everybody loved, and Super Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. um, in a three-pack. So you get it, I think, for like 65 bucks. It's just so they make you buy Odyssey all over again. <laughs> yes. Um, but I, me personally, I may end up getting it, I may not. Like I said, I have Odyssey. I'm not a huge fan of it. Ty loves it. Bub loves it. Like, yeah. You know, like they, they play that game uh you know pretty regularly like even after beating it already like yeah they still go back to it um but like i said that's just kind of like the tip of the iceberg for mario's 35th anniversary celebration because they're coming out with mario kart ar yeah um well they they also came out with these new mario legos i don't know if you've seen yeah i've seen so this is the first i think brand extension for lego with nintendo ever I don't. I can't. I don't. I don't think they've 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 done any other, like, brand partnership. So it is a big deal, in the grand scheme of Lego. So like, if you're a Lego collector, right, you're gonna get some sort of specialty release or specialty packaging or like you know, like map or something that that you can build. That in ten twenty years when it's retired or vaulted, it's gonna be worth a thousand dollars because it's the first in the line. That's why I emphasized first in the line for Wonder Woman and Supergirl because I will be buying both of them in doubles because I'm going to keep one boxed up so in 20 years it's worth money. Because like as crazy as that sounds, like the collector in me now knows I should have bought two of the Michael Keaton Batmobiles, but I didn't. I only bought one because I didn't want to get yelled at by my wife (laughs) for spending $500 on Legos. Um, But I digress on that point. Go out. (laughs) And, and, and if you want to invest in some Legos, invest now. Invest in the, in the, in the Nintendo. Nintendo is going nowhere. Nintendo might be the most consistently booked uh, <laughs> video game company <laughs> in video games. Like, just when you think they're dead, 
Here they come. Yeah. They're right back in your face yeah. because your kids, they, they cater to the audience that video games should cater to. Not grown men in their basement with a headset screaming at 12-year-olds over Call of Duty. They market to your kids, and your kids are the future, and they know that. Well, and then they also go, hey, you know what every parent of a child has played? Mario. Mario. Exactly. In some way, shape, or form, we've all played a Mario game. And, their game, and, and those games are, to me, Mario is Super Mario, Mario Kart, Mario Party, you know, any of the Mario, because I have Mario Tennis. Like, they're, they're co-op games. They're games you play with people. They bring people together, yeah. and play. There well, <laughs> when you're when you're you know me and my brother, right? I was always Luigi, so uh, yeah. <laughs> when you you know you never. This is my thing. I've never had a bad time playing Mario Party, and I've never played Mario Party by myself. So like that's my th- like Mario like the Mario franchising, other than like Super Mario, like all their games are party games. You know, so like, you know, I've played, obviously played Mario Kart by myself, but like, it's way more fun yeah, it's playing against somebody. It's definitely way more fun playing in a, in a group. But th- that's, uh, that's where the Switch, I think, really knocked it out of the park, too. Is yeah. Yeah, you can, you can play by yourself. That's cool. But you or, here you go. Now you have two controllers yeah. and you both can play. And it's funny, because when I bought my Switch, I didn't realize, like, so I bought a second set of controller, like a second controller right set not realizing that i was actually already had two controllers with the base what came with the system it's nice though like i will say like if you do have the option to have both like it is much easier to navigate and play the games yeah but a lot of the games they've come out with now you don't they you can't play with, like mario party you got to turn the controller sideways yeah and i think the same thing with um so, so smash obviously you don't need to because you you can play it with it attached without so like i said the super smash brothers that's another technically nintendo slash mario based franchise and that's another one it's way more fun to beat the shit out of your friends and talk shit in a tournament than it is to sit there and play through the story mode and do all that stuff yeah um so but uh the the mario kart ar i don't know if you've seen it not yet no it's it's wild man so you're you know so obviously ty has his switch here so basically you set up the track in your house. <laughs> so like your like your floor, like you set it up and like you put like the different um so basically you put the different like flag points or checkpoints mm-hmm. or the markers, so to speak. You put them all around the house and obviously you want to clear a path so your car doesn't run into anything. But the car is almost like a Roomba and that when it's coming towards a, like a, a, an object like a wall, it'll turn. On oh. its own, but you're controlling it too. Well, so is so this kind of like the because Hot Wheels did something. This is going back. There's a to ki- the, so you get a physical car. Right. Well, so by like what I was saying is like Hot Wheels years ago did like their remote control like Hot Wheels RC, um, and you had like these tracks and stuff, and they could stay on this track. It was like a paper track. No, no. Uh, so oh. no, there's no, no, there's nothing under but, your car. Oh, okay. So, so the the little car, the car that they give you in the game had the camera on, so it has like a little hood over top of like the little character in okay. the car, and it's got a camera on it. So as it's going, and it sees like, like you'll see the wall, it'll tell you like, oh, okay. Oh, so you're, you're watching this on the screen. On the screen, yes. Uh, okay. in, in real time, like as it's 
developing in front. Like Ty could be sitting here and we could just do like a little simple circle track mm -hmm. and he could literally just sit here and the car will be running, which is, it, dude, it's wild. It's, it's one of those, those technological things that you see like only Nintendo does. Right. Like, you know, they came out with the Wii and everybody was like, oh, this is insane. And the popularity was tremendous because you're, you're using your whole body. And then obviously, like you said, Switch comes out. And the big thing with Switch is, is that the fact that you, you can sit in the same room and you can divide up the controllers and you can take the game with you, essentially the new Game Boy. Right. Like, like I said, I mean, you're not you're not having to choose between console or handheld. You can and, have both. And they announced that they're coming out with a 4K hmm. 1080p version of the system. So like people, some people's complaints, I think, were, were picture quality, image quality and inability to really run at full capacity as far as, as, as imagery goes. But Nintendo's like, oh, well, the next thing we're going to do for you guys is just make it 4K. Because obviously Xbox Series X is coming out and PlayStation 5, and there's a lot of hype behind all this shit and all this new, all the next, the next gen. We were in the next gen, but we're going to the next gen. The next, next gen. Yeah, like, I still think, man, Nintendo was timeless. Like, you can, you don't need that great of graphics for your, your Super Mario Party. You yeah. don't need all that shit. Like, and at the end of the day, I didn't get my Super Nintendo to play Madden, to play some of these higher, you know, graphic necessary well, games. Like the Switch, the Switch has RBI Baseball. It doesn't have MLB The Show. No, yeah, they don't have the major licensing and stuff like that. But they have Mario, which nobody else has. Right. So that's a you know, it's pretty cool. Obviously, you know, I've been playing Nintendo since Nintendo. I mean, you know, I've I've owned every Game Boy from the first Game Boy all the way up until Switch, essentially. So, like, it's cool, like, to know, like, obviously I'm 27, so Mario's about eight years older than I am. But I've been a part of the Mario family pretty much since I can play video games. So it's cool seeing all the hype, seeing all the stuff coming out about it. Um, they announced Universal is delaying the opening of Super Mario Land. Um, at both parks until the pandemic passes, which is makes sense, but it's also you know cool. Like that's an, that's that's something that interests me at Universal. Yeah, like that makes me take a day away from Disney to go to Universal. So, like I said, I mean, obviously, video games are a very small part of what we talk about, but obviously, we we both have switches. Our kids, I mean, my my daughter's a little still a little too young to probably play. But like I play it all the time. We coworkers and I play it at work all the time. Like you know, yeah. when, when we get a down, you know, we, we get some downtime or it's a slow night, you know. But like I said, that's one of those things that you can come, literally take it with you, take the controllers off the edge and hit the kickstand, and you know, you can play it inside your cruiser, you can play it inside, you know, your office. Like it's one of those things that like it's so so portable, it's so easy to use. It it, it if PlayStation Five or Xbox Series X could have figured that out. <laughs> Man, it'd be a game changer. Yeah. So, uh, like, uh, you know, so, well, Charlie, my oldest, like, he is, uh, he's all about video games. And I promised, I was like, I promise you, someday when Mark and I sit down and really d talk about some video game, we'd be more than happy to have you on here because you want to talk about a kid who, he, you know, he's 14, yeah. but, like, he can tell you about gaming stuff from you know yeah be when we first started gaming right yeah my nephew so like my nephews are, are big game gamers but like they're gamers in the sense of like whenever the new call of duty like they're very fad gaming okay. 
Like they are not dedicated to like Halo. Like so, like when when I was younger, Halo was the game because Xbox was huge. And when I talked about you know Halo, you know like so I talked to a buddy of mine at work. You know he's a PlayStation guy. I'm a PlayStation guy. I'm like I'm probably gonna buy Xbox just to play Halo. And he's like you're gonna buy a whole game system to play one game. I'm like absolutely. Halo, Halo was that important to my childhood that I will go out because they they've obviously come out with other ones for Xbox um, at or whatever. But that's usually how gaming systems work, though. Yeah, you see one game, and you're like, well, I want to play that, and that's how yeah. you, like that's and how you ended like that's how I ended up as a PlayStation kid, you know? Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I want to play, you know, um, uh, Driver. Yeah. Right. So, like, I couldn't play Driver on anything else other than PlayStation. Yeah, and like I said, I just you know, I'm gonna get a PlayStation Five because I'm a PlayStation guy, and I want you know to be able to play. Th- there's no exclusive PlayStation game. I just I'm a PlayStation person. I like PlayStation more than I like Xbox or Microsoft. So I, that's why I'm gonna get PS Five. Luckily, they're delaying Halo like we covered last. Uh, last around the multiverse, so that'll push push me off getting the need to buy an Xbox for. Basically, I'll be able to pay my PlayStation off in time to buy my Xbox. There you go. So, but like I said, I'm I'm very excited for for that. You know, obviously we talked Gotham Knights last or uh, yeah Gotham Knights last time, and we talked to Suicide Squad. So there's a ton of stuff coming out video games wise. But like you said, uh, that kind of wraps up video games and wraps up toys is there anything else we wanted to cover i don't think there's anything else i mean there's there's been plenty that's happened but you know like i think we got a lot of it um obviously we'll uh we'll keep people in the loop uh as far as uh you know as things pop up and as they pop yeah we 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 push everything out on social media instagram facebook twitter whatever we're you know we're, we're we're swiping through during the week, um, but uh, I think our next Around the Multiverse issue, we should have some DC fandom yeah. news, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so that we'll have that, and um, like I said, you know, who else knows what will be announced between now and you know two weeks from now. So we'll, like I said, keep up with us on social media at uh, DGI Podcast on Twitter and on Facebook. You can use the same at um, in the search bar, and it'll take you to our page, which is now linked to our group. Um, and speaking of our, our Facebook page and spotlight issues and all of our other issues, um, if you're following along, you'll know that we're running a tournament between, um, for television purposes, yeah. uh, the Saturday morning showdown um, tournament, which is pitting 80s and 90s Saturday morning cartoons because that's when me and Carly were. Uh, it was the best time. Yeah, yeah. For, for us, so to speak. It so was we, the best time, we not pick, just for us. Yeah, we <laughs> picked, we picked, we picked five, uh, five nineties and five eighties um, Saturday morning cartoons each, and uh, basically kind of did a semi seating. You know, we we at least our top four, we were we were pretty distinct on. Charlie had a different number one than I did, and we had a different number two than each other. So we, our top four was pretty easy to to you know disertain but like i said so we're running poll uh running a voting poll um for the next week or two on our facebook page and also on twitter if you just comment and say you know i vote this i vote that 
we'll, 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 we'll count those votes as well. Um, same thing on um, Instagram. And Facebook, too. Even though the poll is there, some yeah, people have had difficulties. Yeah, if you're having difficulties clicking an option on the poll, just comment your vote, and we'll count it at the end of the, at the, end of the round. Uh, we've shared three of the four play-in matchups. Um, we'll, the record at the time of the recording. Uh, there's a time of the recording by uh, tomorrow's uh, Monday issue, uh, hot off the or sorry, inside the ropes issue. We will have fo all four play-in matchups um, underway, and we will be giving um, ending the first matchup today. So between I believe it was Garfield and. Um, G.I. Joe. Yes. And um, right now, G.I. Joe is in the lead, which yeah. is totally expected. Oh, no, it was G.I. Joe and Rugrats. Oh, yeah, Sorry. you're right. You're yeah, right. so G.I. Joe and Rugrats. G.I. Joe has got a pretty command commanding lead as far as votes go, so they'll move on in, in, in from the play-in round into the actual bracket. But, like I said, that's all on Facebook. Go follow us at DGI Podcast or at Dad's Got Issues Podcast on Facebook um, and cast your votes. Um like, subscribe, do all the good shit that you should be doing if you're listening this far into the podcast. Um, and at the end of the day, um, tell your friends, man. You know, we want, we, we want to spread our gospel to the world. So if, if more people listen to us, the better off we are. Well, we also want to have that interaction, too. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest thing is, you know, we want to, we want to hear what other people have to say. Like, it's, you know, Mark and I, you know, we, we offer our opinions and stuff we, you know, a lot of stuff we agree on. There's a lot of stuff we don't, but, you know, it's always nice to get another perspective in exactly. there. And so, um, yeah, definitely feel free to, to interject or have other people interject. Yep. And on Instagram, we're at, at Dad's Got Issues Podcast. Yep. So, like I said, uh, shoot us an email, shoot us a uh, message, shoot us a comment, whatever, what's your thoughts, feelings, anything you want us to discuss or go over. Um, but uh, we will be covering our bracket and how we kind of came to our conclusions on our shows in this uh, coming Spotlight issue. And then the following issue, Spotlight issue, will be based around the winner of our bracket. Yeah. So um, you'll should get. Should be good. Yeah, so it should be good. Like I said, this is some long-term booking. Yeah. As our, our <laughs> wrestling fans like to, to, to call it. Um, but do you have anything else? I do not. How about you? Uh, nothing on my end. Good. All right. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll catch you next time. Uh, go ahead and hit on you. <laughs>